I was in uh, my parents' Sunday school class. And Wait, what? Yeah, so I go to church once a There's month. There's an orgy scene. Orgy? Orgy. An orgy scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I saw the word that's, in my head, and I just went with that's it. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> God. Oh, man. What a... You said something in ghost hunting, too, that was really funny, and I can't remember what it, it was. It was Amethyst, but it was... That was one of them. The other one was... Atmethyst. Sw- no, the other one was Suedo-Science. Because, <laughs> like, I hear... Orgy. I think gonna- Orgy's better than Tupac. I was a big <laughs> bookworm, so, like, I would hear words in my head before I realized how they were pronounced. It was something by about Tupac, because it was, like something we were looking up the newest which, song by tupac or we're by looking tupac. up um horace who shared our star signs no no in ghost hunting no it was the suedo oh. science oh was it suedo yeah the next song by tupac yeah <laughs> something like that <laughs> orgy <laughs> oh, uh, little corgi orgy nope <laughs> are the ladies of strange i'm ashley i'm tiffany and i'm rebecca thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history mystery and theory of all things questionable odd and eerie i just got a toe cramp <laughs> doing what <I'm> moving. <laughs> moving existing <laughs> toe cramps oh and it was like not my baby toe but the next one that was painful <laughs> like what would be your ring toe I my guess? ring toe my toe ring toe <laughs> toe ring toe <laughs> My purity toe. Do ring oh, no. toe faso. I don't know. <laughs> do re mi do ring toe. So I had something super scary happen to me last night. Ooh, do tell. Someone tried to open my apartment door. <gasps> oh no. no. Yeah, I know. Were you there by yourself? Yeah. Oh, no. Is it Gus on them? <laughs> they were very confused. They're like, ah, oh, the conductor's here. I'm like, mm, no. Oh no. <laughs> so I'm looking at it and then it doesn't stop. And I'm like, the fuck? So, oh, the cats thought conductor was here. Yeah, because someone's jiggling the lock, obviously trying to insert a key and get into my apartment, which is a problem because it's mine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good to know that's how that works. So I walk up and I look through the peephole and it's obvious. And this is this guy trying to get into my apartment and I hear someone down the hall, which is the only reason I opened the door because I heard him talking to someone down the hall. No, why would you open the door? Because he kept trying to open my door. That's when no. you talk through the door and say, yeah. yo, bitch, this is not your house. That's when you say, I am armed, back away, MFR. Rebecca, you could have died. I know. You are a technical. Who we can't have you do that. <laughs> there it is. You've only sent us one of our most recent episodes edited that we could attempt to upload. That's Two. already uploaded. By the time I send y'all the Perfect. final ones, they're already uploaded. Perfect. Good luck figuring out how to cut and fade in the intro. We have friends. Yeah. We big. Here's Rebecca's computer. Help. What's funny is it takes my fingerprint to unlock it. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, yeah, it's, you still have fingers. You need those for the fireworks. Back off. No, make a print. Yeah. We just need to get into it one time to send the files. I don't like this conversation anymore. Shall we get into my subject, which is equally depressing? Yeah. Yes. Ashley, you and I have a plan. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell us your story, honey. Let's just go jiggle our doorknob. Smart decisions were not made. Okay. (laughs) Come play with us. No. Nope. 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 (laughs) Nope. On April 13th, 1953, a project led by the Central Intelligence Agency was officially sanctioned. 
The premise of the project was to use human experimentation to determine procedures and to develop and identify certain drugs in an attempt to gain control over individuals, with one of the ultimate goals being mind control. I know this. I'm excited. You don't, though, because I n- don't think you guys know where this is going. Okay. Ooh. This project was you. referred to as MK Ultra. That's not the twist, I by the way. I know MK Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that is not the twist. She's like, that's not what I'm covering. <laughs> I'm giving y'all a background. Okay. Just okay. like setting the scene. Okay. Mind Close control. Choice. Okay. We're in the 50s. Mm. Mind control. CIA. Government hot uniforms. Men. Got Ooh, it. But so that's when the project was officially. <laughs> what? Ooh, butts. <laughs> Okay, Tina. Continue. She's picturing the uniform, but we're getting into the story, the backstory. Continue. Arnie okay. Man. So even though MK Ultra was officially sanctioned to start in 1953, this project was brought to public attention in 1975, and after a Freedom of Information Act request, 20,000 documents were released. More documents were declassified in June of 2001, and more information is still slowly being uncovered, even as recently as December 2018. Holy oh, shit. shit. There's a lot of documents, even with their attempt to, like, bury it. That's document control I can get behind. Right? <laughs> so, during which there was a letter to an unidentified doctor discussing work on six dogs made to run, turn, and stop using brain implants that allowed them to be remote controlled do not fuck with the dogs that's a different episode okay no it's not okay i thought we were about to get into the dogs and i was about no to be very i cannot upset. be a troll bridge in scotland a scroll <laughs> <laughs> i cannot be a, a troll bridge in Scotland. Trotland. <laughs> a scroll bridge in Trotland. <laughs> i mean i might could um i cannot be a troll on a bridge in scotland and go fight the cia in the 1950s okay is it the is it a bad thing that my first thought was no I Iron Dildo can overcome you? The scroll bridge of Trotland? <laughs> yes. Defeats Iron Dildos with her twat of power. I don't know. <laughs> Carry on. I love this. This left my control very quickly. I never had control. Don't fuck with the dogs. That's all I'm trying to say. With the dogs. The dogs, I just thought that was an interesting fact because mind control, but it's awful. If they were animal. cats, you would be angry. I'm equally amounts annoyed because cats are kind of assholes. <laughs> so it's still unknown today how many individuals knowingly or unknowingly participated in these experiments, mm-hmm. which is terrifying. Mm-hmm. So between the years of 1953 and 1973, at the lead of Dr. Sidney Gottlieb, I think that's how to pronounce his name. Gottlieb. Gottlieb. G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B. Gottlieb. I've also seen it spelled G-O-T-L-I-E-B. So Gottlieb. please don't. Tweet at me if I spelled it incorrectly. Gutenleep. Gutenleep. So, so many unwilling participants consisting of people from the United States and Canada were subject to various methods to manipulate their mental states or alter their brain functions. Over 150 experiments were performed under the MK Ultra umbrella. Some of these methods included but were not limited to hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, abuse, both verbally and sexually, and administration of various mind-altering drugs. Yeah, nope. MKUltra kind of sucked. It, yeah. Don't like that. Nope. Is it really sad that I was like, okay, the last couple aren't so bad, but the whole isolation <laughs> and mm-mm, I'm going to have to pass. Put me in a dark room by myself. Yeah, you can have whatever you want, basically. Get me out of here. I'm done. So... 
Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so while the experiments made use of many different drugs, including heroin, morphine, cannabis, and like the number of times I saw marijuana misspelled while doing research was disconcerting. Marijuana. Mar- marijuana. <laughs> I'm like, that's not. Nope. Um, alcohol and tamazepam. Tamazep- I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Uh, so tamazepam was used under code name MK Research and is a benzodiazepine typically used to treat insomnia. Oh. And what did MK Ultra most notoriously use? LSD. Yep. So, little science lesson of LSD, because I'm a nerd, and that's kind of what started this whole entire thing. While in New Orleans, I got a book that, like, told you the science. <laughs> I got a bump of LSD. I got a book. Nope, nope. <laughs> Even better, I got a book, because knowledge is power. Anyway. <laughs> oh, Ravenclaw. <laughs> I love it. It talks about different hallucinogens and the science behind them. And I'm a nerd. I um, like it. So LSD stands for lysergic acid diethylamide. And it's commonly known as acid. Okay. Yeah. LSD can cause the user to see or hear things that aren't there. And the f- effects can last up to 12 hours. Wow. I didn't realize it lasted that long. Yeah, shit nowadays is diluted. So as far as I can tell, no research. So it probably doesn't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so while LSD is most commonly used recreationally or for spiritual journeys, air quote, uh, tolerance can be built up to the substance and flashbacks called hallucinogen persisting perception disorder or HPPD can occur. Okay. Is that so urban legend growing up i always heard that if you took acid or you took lsd i don't know the proper verb both are correct okay cool if you took if you a- tripped balls yeah um you could like potentially like pop your back yes. later and then start Still tripping have a trip yeah see i was told in college one of my f- i use the term lo- loosely friends because he hung out with a group of awful people apparently he was in church when he cracked his back and started tripping balls again nice. and he saw a rabbit go down the aisle oh <laughs> hey there's worse things than yeah. you could see in church at least satan didn't like rise out of the floor uh God, did you terrifying. see the rabbit in monty python fair see you do know the movie i do it's just been years no idea what i mean when i say can it but that's okay look it's been years <laughs> tell me about lsd <laughs> So, while sold for research purposes under the name Delicid in the 1950s and 1960s, LSD is most notoriously related to MKUltra and has been a Schedule One controlled substance in the U.S. since 1971. Ooh. A Schedule One controlled substance. So, why are we talking about LSD and MKUltra today? Because Rebecca has new gone hobbies down another rabbit hole. So, it's because of a small... There was no one knocking on her door. <gasps> There wasn't. Rebecca, were you hallucinating? I had a tea party. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I wish the listeners could have seen that like tilted head, head wide eyed. tea party. Oh. There was a rabbit and everything. That so, was creepy. So why are we talking about LSD? Ooh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of a smaller but equally ethically questionable uh, series of experiments performed under the MK Ultra umbrella known as Operation Midnight Climax. Yes! Oh my god, I love nope. this. Do not, do not get happy. <laughs> no, I... Okay, I, I'm not happy. Are you about happy it. because you know about it? Yes. Okay. I'm hap- no, I'm I'm not happy about the topic. I'm happy I knew what it was. Okay. Continue. Because I expected neither of you to know, know what it was. Do you know what it is? Actually? I know a lot it about it. sounds like something I might have in like two hours. <laughs> I hope not. If I'm home. <laughs> um, 
So this operation happened between the years of 1955 and 1967 in New York and San Francisco. The two major players were George H. White, a former Bureau of Narcotics officer, and Sidney Gottlieb, who I mentioned before was a chemist who was known in the CIA as a poison master with nicknames including Black Sorcerer and Dirty Trickster. Dude, right? Man, I need I a think cool it was nickname. A guy. It was he. Again, don't be jealous of these people. No, I just like <laughs> the po- poison master. Sydney, guy, gal, neither, neither, both. Guy. Both. Okay. Neither. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> he. He. Yes, he. Um, while we know a lot about the major players, a lot was lost during the document dump that happened after the story broke by the New York Times in 1974. But the main purpose of this experiment, quote, air quotes, was preserved. Operation Midnight Climax had no medical supervision, and like many experiments done under MKUltra, participants did not give consent, did not have follow-up, and were not given outside counsel. So today, when humans are pulled into the experiment, this is something that's, after obviously consent is a big thing, there's medical supervision, there's follow-up, they're making sure these participants have what they need. None of this was done for MKUltra. It was jacked. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it. Mm -hmm. So George White was paid by the CIA to set up safe houses, initially in New York and eventually in San Francisco, and these safe houses mimicked brothels. These brothels would be decorated with images of women in bondage and other suggestive images. There were at least three of these brothels in the Bay Area. So far, I'm on board. So prostitutes were hired for these brothels and received $100 a night while being promised protection from police harassment while working. Okay. These prostitutes would pick up Johns and bring them back to the safe houses. It was at this point that Johns were giving cocktails laced with LSD before proceeding with that night's debauchery. Again. Sounds like a rip-roaring good time so far. All of the events would be recorded through recording devices placed throughout the room with mics being positioned in places like electrical outlets. Uh, Reportedly, one of these safe houses was recently renovated during which a construction crew pulled microphones, wires, and recording devices out of the walls. Is there anything saved on the recording devices? I cannot find out, and I don't really want to listen to it. Not you necessarily, (laughs) but just for information. Yeah. And I mean, you might want to, you don't know. So, not only were the prostitutes and drugged Johns being recorded, they were also being observed by CIA agents while drinking martinis through two-way glass that was installed in the rooms of the safe house. That's not cool. Sounds about right. So, at this point, I ask if you guys would like a drink break? Yeah. Down. I feel like it's about to get much more twisted. I was about to make a stiff one joke like last week, but I feel that's inappropriate. So, let's... Let's mix something up, please. All right. Shots for everyone. (laughs) Are you a true crime junkie? Do you talk about true crime with your friends all of the time? And are there cases that have stuck with you for so many years because of geographic or emotional closeness? If so, then welcome to Fatalities. I'm Elisa Lucas, and this is the podcast where I explore true crime cases over tea with the help of my friends. Because without tea, friends, and good conversation, there's nothing but darkness and chaos. So grab a warm cup of tea and join me as my friends and I discuss the cases that have struck a chord with us and the related issues that might help us understand why such horrible crimes have occurred. 
The podcast is dropped every other Wednesday and is available on such podcatchers as Apple, Podbean, Spotify, and so much more. You may follow Fatalities on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, but don't forget that T's is spelled T-E-A-S, because here is where we spill the tea. So during your drink break, Tiffany made a good point. I'm referring to sex workers as prostitutes during this episode, just because that's what popped up during my research. Yes. Go team. So disclaimer, stamp. There. It is stamped. <laughs> that is what they were referred to in the 50s, unfortunately. Yeah, I meant to say something that when I started talking about prostitutes and Johns and then it trying to um, ironically pronunciate things made me forget about that. Hey, it's fine. It is noted. It is noted. So, MK Ultra, what the hell? WTF? <laughs> Question dot. Question dot. Where we left off, CIA agents would be observing these sessions, for lack of a better word, through two-way glasses installed in the hotel rooms. Okay, quick question. Okay. Was there any reasoning behind this, or was it just like, a, let's get our jollies off and say it's for science? We will discuss that in a second. Okay. Discuss this for science. What is with <laughs> the creepy head tilts tonight, Rebecca? I don't know. We're going to talk about sex good. workers and LSD in just a moment. Would oh. you like some tea? Do you want to play with us? Oh, we can... You guys haven't seen Alice in Wonderland, like the new one with Johnny Depp? Like the rabbit, it g- goes off and then like mid-tense, he just stops and holds up a spoon and goes, spoon. We don't have to I talk about this. I went to go this. see that in Mississippi with a dear friend of mine who I'll just refer to as Hoot. And needless to say, I was the furthest from sober. I had been in a very, very long time. <laughs> so I've seen it. Yeah, you've seen with it. With my eyeballs. <laughs> but I just remember being like, whoa. <laughs> Air quotes. <laughs> so get ready to be angry. Uh, these observation sessions were sometimes considered eight martini lunches and was often considered a fret house for spies. Eight martini lunches? Yeah, right? How do you do that and be able to walk for two days? Wow. Right? That's a lot of vodka, guys. Or I wouldn't have drink eight martinis and have to go in the room and be like, sorry, guys, I know you're in the middle of something, but I need this bit. <laughs> I'm done. Like, I'm done after <laughs> two. That's a lot of alcohol. Man. Is it bad that that's the part that I questioned out of yeah. that whole? <laughs> the brain has funny ways of coping. We nitpick at stuff that's not important. It's fair. Well, so far... And I'm sure you'll get more in detail. It's I, it's I get that it's intrusive, mm-hmm. but yep. they are back in this day and age. From the stories that we've heard and everything, they're offering these women safe houses, and that was happening in a lot of brothels and places. Men would hire women to come work for them as sex workers, and basically feel like they have the right to do and watch whatever they want with them because they're paying them so it sucks and it's uncomfortable but it's kind of the standard back then well me i kind of again my knowledge of the 1950s 1960s outside of operation midnight climax begins and ends with mad mad men (laughs) and this reminded me of the lipstick scene just think about how they treated women in that show yeah exactly and And that's pretty spot on i'm like oh this show is like, I knew Mad Men was accurate, but it was scary researching this and realizing how accurate it was. Yeah, let alone a paid sex worker. They yeah. were really treated real top cream of the crap. Right. Angry. Anyway, we're going up and down on the patriarchy roller coaster with our episodes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
We keep you on your toes. So these experiments were essentially unsupervised. Early on in the experiment and one of the frat houses put together by White and Gottlieb in 1953, U.S. biological warfare specialist uh, Frank Olson either jumped or was pushed from a 10th floor hotel nine days after being given LSD. Okay. This is one of those questionable instances that wasn't necessarily like because he took LSD. Well, not take. That's the wrong word. Because he was given LSD. But the connection between Olsen and the safe houses was made when an address of one of the safe houses was found on a piece of paper in his pocket. Oh. And these experiments were halted during the police investigation into his jump. So do we go into detail on what they were trying to do with these? Or were they just trying to get yes. their rocks? Okay. We do. So... Uh, da, 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 da. The purpose, like next, I know this. next bullet point, the purpose, quote unquote, of the experiment was to test the effects of LSD on unwitting subjects in conditions that mimic that of the field and interrogation tactics used by foreign operatives. Basically, oh. the U.S. got wins somehow that they think. So remember, all this is happening during the Cold War. Yeah. They get win that one of their not enemies non-allies i don't remember the term that they use for the rations at that point but they got when that their enemies might be researching this so everyone panicked all at once and started researching this too well that was part of the search with mk ultra right yeah but what is the significance in sneaking it to them and watching them have sex so <laughs> are you avoiding the question or are you about to answer it? well i'm trying to so basically, I had wasn't able to find a distinct reason for the brothels and the sex workers and the CIA observing this while drinking martinis while wa- looking through the glass. Like My- I found a couple theories, okay, but a couple quotes I found made by some of the key players later on in their lives makes me think this was all a bunch of steaming pile of shit. Well, yes, that's <laughs> obvious. But <laughs> no, I just throwing out my opinion here. You said that it was unsuspecting, like test the effects on unsuspecting people people who didn't know they have it i mean brothels were guaranteed to have people in and out of there so plenty it's not like you were going to run out of test subjects yeah but it's a completely different situation when you take someone and put them on a substance and put them in a pleasurable experience Mm -hmm. versus putting them in isolation or whatever like they were doing with the actual mk ultra project but the MK Ultra project spanned more than just like the ice testing. Isolation well, yeah, no, but I'm just yeah. saying like it's completely different if if they were trying to test the drug or see what they could get out of them while they were on the drug or whatever the quote unquote reason was. But you take the and I don't know. It just seems really like they were just trying to watch people get it on. I agree. So I'm going to quickly co- cover a couple of the theories of what to the purposes were. Okay. That may or may not answer questions. Perfect. So, in addition to observing the effects of LSD on unwitting subjects, uh, another purpose was revealed in a memo in the MK Ultra files, um, referred to as Jekyll and Hyde personalities. The CIA wanted to see if they could make female spies or agents from the prostitutes in addition to alternate controllable personalities. So one of the theories was they were specifically looking at how the prostitutes handled the situation with the potential of them becoming CIA agents in the field. So seeing how they reacted to people yeah. who were well tripping. I, it was a little unclear on that point because I don't understand how the John, for lack of a better term, tripping helps that. But I guess right. the theory is just seeing how they handle situations that are very unpredictable. I, and I guess maybe it's just 
thinking of it from the standpoint that we have with the knowledge of the drug that we have now. Yeah. But like I said, putting someone on a substance like that and putting them in a pleasurable situation Mm -hmm. is a completely different situation than putting someone on a substance like that and putting them in a bad situation. Yeah. Yeah. Because that heightens your sex for most people. Drugs like that heighten your sexuality. It heightens your senses. So it's just Mm going to make it a more pleasurable experience. Now, if they got them in the room with these ladies and got them right on the edge of getting ready to do something and stopped and watched how they react, (laughs) that would be a completely different situation. Again, not willing participant. Yeah. But that, yeah, you're 100% right. Because like part of my research into what exactly happened was also into how does LSD actually work? Because like, I don't know. And the thing that I saw that was recurring was a lot of times your mindset was very, very important. So if you're looking at it in a positive mindset, you would have a pleasurable trip or you have a purposeful trip if you're doing it for spiritual means. Yeah. But if you went into it with the mindset of this was awful last time, it could be awful again. There's a yeah. Odds are you're self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. You go in paranoid or something. Mm -hmm. I just think it's just going to make them want to go back to the brothel more often. Yeah. But like we don't we don't really know. And that's one thing I found in my um, research is there wasn't really a black and white reason as to why they even started doing this in brothels, because there's the idea of maybe they're testing the um, sex workers as potential CIA candidates. Uh, One article I found stated that the absurd activities would be used as blackmail against Johns who were prominent members of the society. But ultimately, I didn't there wasn't like. A purpose and a scope clear-cut dry reason for why they're doing this. all those files must have been destroyed with like their purpose and i mean if they were there to begin with yeah but the whole blackmail thing still i question that because the workers had to pick up the men and bring them to the brothel anyway yeah before they were served the cocktail so they had already committed to going with did the I sex miss, worker did i miss that in the story yeah they would mm-hmm. they would go out and pick up these men oh i thought and bring them back to to the brothel got it or some of them i'm sure would come once they'd been there or whatever i'm sure that some of them had come on their own accord but yeah they already made the decision to go into the brothel yeah with a lady of the night that's a good term so a couple other things i found white's experiments didn't stay within the walls of these so-called safe houses One night, Ruth Kelly, who was a singer at a San Francisco club called the Black Sheep, rejected White's advances before going on stage to perform. White or one of his men, it was never confirmed who actually did this, slipped LSD into Ruth's (gasps) pre-show cocktail. Fuck that. And while she didn't let it affect the show, in a disposition by a man named Frank in the 1980s, he stated that he thought it definitely took effect during her act. And while she was ultimately fine and okay, it was reported she went to the hospital after the show. Oh, that makes me so angry. Yeah, there's a lot of anger while researching this. Fuck your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. So there's reports of White and, and his wife hosting dinner parties during which the guests were <gasps> slipped hallucinogens into their cocktails. Mm. I just don't uh, get it. White's victims seemed to be chosen at random with one of his journal articles stating that he would slip acid to unsuspecting civilians at beaches, bars, and restaurants. This Again, makes me why so there is no control science sorry so one thing written in 1963 by cia inspector general lyman kirkpatrick said shed some light the effectiveness on the substances on in- individuals at all social levels high and low native americans and foreign is of great significance and testing has been performed on a variety of individuals with these categories 
Yeah, but they weren't tracking anything. They weren't yeah. following up on anything to see how they reacted to it. Yeah, it was very much giving it to them. And then there's there's no follow-up. There's no questionnaire afterwards. Okay, I have a lot of opinions on this, but I'll hold some of them till the end. So for a long time, many inside the CIA had no idea this was even happening. Like MK Aldra, period. Yeah. Uh, while testing on sus- unsuspecting individuals was ultimately suspended in 1964, the safe houses continued to operate for a year and a half afterwards. Because nobody knew that they were right. a thing. White retired in 1965, became a fire marshal at Stinson Beach, and eventually wrote an autobiography titled A Diet of Danger, boasting about his adventures in the Bureau of Narcotics. Isn't that illegal? Adventures that left out his part in Operation Midnight Climax. Oh, God. The book was rejected by publishers in 1971. Good. Good. Okay. So this is the point that made me angry and made me keep researching. This? Okay. There's a lot of things that made me angry, but this specifically made me angry because fuck the patriarchy. Um, after 14 years with the CIA and retirement in 1966. Why does it say 1966? I'll fix that. So George White wrote to Gottlieb reminiscing about the work performed under Operation Midnight Climax. And I quote, I was a very minor missionary, actually a heretic, but I toiled wholeheartedly in the vineyards because it was fun, fun, fun. Where else could a red-blooded American boy lie, kill, cheat, steal, rape, and pillage with the sanction and blessing of the all-highest? Pretty good stuff, brother. Oh my god. I <clears throat> I brought wine. <laughs> Not enough. Sorry. I appreciate the wine. Um, but... <laughs> okay, so the thing that makes me the most angry about this, there are a lot of things that make me angry about this, but the thing that makes me the most angry is that this was allowed to go on without anybody knowing and i i wonder what is being allowed to go on right now oh uh, yeah and um that terrifies me and it terrifies me because i have a daughter and nieces and a little brother two little brothers but one's an adult he can take care of himself but like god said like all these things that could be eventually going to happen to them and oh it just makes me angry so devil's advocate for a second the one reason everything has to be kept secret is so it doesn't get to the wrong hands or it doesn't give someone the upper hand above us but that doesn't make misusing humans okay well being kept secret within the organization mm-hmm I don't want to say is understandable back to the whole devil's advocate thing, but the fact that even there was stuff going on within the organization that the organization wasn't aware of. Yeah. That's the bigger, but granted, I I mean, mean, there's laws have changed. Rules have changed. And because of these experiments is why a lot of things have changed. Yeah, exactly. And I, I grew up with my dad was a Marine or I guess, you never stop being a Marine. My dad is a Marine and he has made it very clear that there are things that people don't need to know for their own safety. Fine. I get it that I understand, but pardon. This is crossing a lot of moral lines that yes. I can't, can't, no, 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 no. I have a lot of anger boiling through me right now and I want to flick something like flick somebody's nose or punch someone. Sorry so. guys. <laughs> but Yeah. And the sad part is I feel like the thing that bothers me most about all of this is that they weren't actually tracking anything. Yeah, it's not like they were doing it. It's not like they were benefiting anything from it on how, you know, these drugs affected different people or how sex or exercise or endurance or whatever was affected by these things. They were just doing it just to 
do it. So little disclaimer, I because MK Ultra was so big and such a big mm-hmm. not conspiracy. No controversy. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for because it's such a big controversy. It's a huge subject, which is why I narrowed it down to Operation Midnight Climax. That being said, I don't know if other sections were as well controlled. There were some were as well. Controlled? I'm sorry. Flip flop that. I have no <laughs> idea if other sections under the umbrella of were MK controlled better were controlled better had control at all i don't know that because i didn't specifically look well, at right, other but sections but that's fine but even just in this situation <laughs> fuck you yeah yeah not you no i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm a ravenclaw with slytherin tendencies sometimes i find things super super interesting that m- make my co-host mad and angry. no this is fascinating but also very enraging and i think it's it's not good that it happened I'm glad that it is it was brought to light because this is something that should not ever be. Well, just to kind of touch base on what Tiffany was saying, like the fact that we have kids and that we have younger generations coming up below us and probably people even listening to us that are much younger than we are. But change happened because of these experiments mm-hmm. and things were put into place because people didn't stand for it. Yes. So yeah. what you were talking about, the shit that's going on now, mm-hmm. you can't just stand for it or it's not going to change again. Yes. So if it, nothing else comes from this episode, just make your voice heard and let people know that things are not okay because this is not okay. Be- and changes did become come because of it as far as regulation and control and everything else with these experimentations and consent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be the change you want to see in the world. And yes. I want to see a lot of change oh, in this yes. world. <laughs> Just a few things on my checklist. <laughs> Just a few. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was something. <laughs> That's all I got for you. Well, thank you for enlightening us. At least it's and super, enraging us. At least it's super interesting. It is. It was interesting. Yes. I don't like the open-endedness of it though especially for one of your stories. Well, <laughs> that's the thing with the entire experiment is it just was kind of like it happens. There was really no crickets. Yeah. I don't like that. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm mm-mm. I'm intrigued. MK Ultra has always fascinated me. And it was something I've thought about covering, but like you said, there is so much to it. I yeah. couldn't figure out where even to begin. Yeah, and that's why I kind of sort of gripped on the small part of the story. And even though I like four hours in, I discovered this doesn't actually have an ending. But I'm also four hours in and I it's Monday and I don't want to start over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> been there (laughs) (laughs) oh well thank you honey i appreciate this and i hope this is um infuriated some other people and maybe sparked that i want to make some changes vibe Mm -hmm. in people so that you know 50 60 numbers are hard almost 70 years later (laughs) (laughs) the next podcast generation 70 yeah if it happened in the 50s if something's going on now oh i was thinking i was thinking it ended in okay math 2090 (laughs) sorry ashley's having a hard time over there Ashley is dead. (laughs) Ashley will be dead. No, I meant like die from the statements. Let's not think. Yes, in 2090, Ashley is dead. You are correct. Ashley will be haunting something. Fair, but I will be dead. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway. (laughs) Remember, friends, everyone has something that really pisses them off. You'd be 100. No, she would be 103. Yeah. Sorry. What pisses you off? A lot of things. The the idea of being 103. (laughs) 
My grandma lived 102. It might happen. I doubt it, but it might. Remember, friends, <laughs> everyone has something that they find odd or infuriating. Let us tell you why it sometimes is. isn't, or in this case is. <laughs> <laughs> Let us tell you how you can make a difference Let in this world. Let us tell you about it, and you can decide how you feel. <laughs> have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss you can share them with us on any of our social medias links can be found on our website theladiesestrange.com or you can email them to us at theladiesestrange at gmail.com don't forget to subscribe rate and review and if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show you can find us on patreon where you can get lots of extra bonus content keep it strange lovelies bye-bye bye I feel like I should say something that's not by. Go find something you're passionate about and fight for it. Pick the change. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Peace out, man. Girl power. Fucking patriarchy. Patriarchy.